It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. Let's talk for a moment about identifying and engaging stakeholders. Now, in one of the exercises that I do in my advanced product owner class, we talk a lot about the difference between a key stakeholder, a stakeholder, and an interested party. So quick review. The key stakeholder is someone that you cannot live without. This is the person that's with your product, project, or service from cradle to grave. Oftentimes they fund the initiative. Oftentimes they are fully engaged at all times, and they really do care most about where you're taking your product or service, what you're doing with it, and how it's going to impact the greater good of the organization. They are heavily involved in understanding, review, planning, and all the things they need to do. And they oftentimes will summon others to assist them in gathering everything they need to make sure that whatever you're doing is staying on track. Because they oftentimes have another job as well. Sometimes they're senior leadership or in other positions where they have other things to worry about, but they certainly care about what you're doing, right? Then you got a stakeholder. The key difference between the two, no pun intended, is that the stakeholders come and go. So a stakeholder is someone who's interested in what you're doing right now because it's something that they need right now. And they'll make requests and they're actively using your product. Sometimes they're even paying for that request to be built. But the stakeholder is someone who will be there with you while they have a need. And then second, the need is fulfilled, they thank you and they go upon their way and you may not hear from them for another three to six months. A stakeholder is someone who is easily replaceable. I shouldn't say easily, they're replaceable. Uh, In most cases, they're easily replaceable, but they are replaceable. And it's someone who comes and goes as their needs change and as as their focus change and as they go to build a different product or service. And then, of course, we have uh, the interested party. The interested party is someone who just wants to know, how does this impact me? And it, it may not even be something that they use every day, or it may be something that could something you do could indirectly affect what they're doing. So uh, they want to know, is, are the changes you're making going to affect me in any way? Or I saw this email and I'm confused and I want to learn more about what you're doing so that I can help use what I know to formulate my thought process, right? So it just feels like there's, there's another level of engagement there. There's something else there that, um, that's not being specifically addressed. So with that being said, I found another interesting matrix where people are talking about uh, building a quadrant about the influence or power the person has versus their level of interest and breaking them into four quadrants and talking about who do we satisfy, who do we manage, who do we monitor, who do we inform. You know, These are all great, but the problem is I almost think it doesn't, it doesn't lend itself to every different type of what we do, and it forces us to deconstruct who a person is and what their level of engagement is. And sometimes when we put people in a box, it it limits our ability to take them out of the box for a different engagement, if that makes sense. So what I'd like to do is um, I found something online that talks about the pods. So I want to talk about the pods. Um, so the pods are four different what they call stakeholder categories. And I kind of like this. The first one was promoters. Uh, promoters are vital for success. And thus, they have very active engagement with the group. Um, It's important to keep them informed, and they often influence others within the organization to move in a certain direction. These are the people you probably pay the most attention to, the promoters. Um, 
Not that they're always right, I want to be clear, but we definitely want to pay the most attention to them because they have the biggest voice. They have the biggest horn. They can shout from the hilltops. They can usually drive decision-making. They can usually secure funding. These are the people that we really need to make certain we have in our back pocket for when we have questions, concerns, and whatnot. Then we have the observers. The observers uh, can potentially pose a risk to the project or product success. We need to monitor this group and keep them informed on progress, success, upcoming goals, impacts, and vision. Some or all of this group can eventually be influenced in a way that they become promoters. But at this point, they have a strong influence, but, they're, but they, they just don't have a lot of interest in what we're trying to do. So they're kind of sitting in the backseat watching what's going on. They're the backseat driver. Uh, it's not, it doesn't always end poorly, but like all good backseat drivers, it's often better not to have them or to turn them into front seat drivers, right? Okay. Then you have the defenders. The defenders are the people who don't necessarily have a lot of influence, but they have a heavy interest in what's going on. They can help you build momentum for a product or project. And they're often willing to give you feedback at any time you ask for it, any type of prototype or MVP. This is a group you want to nurture. You want to make sure you understand. Uh, you want to make sure you push forward with them. They, they are a group that you need to have handy whenever you need them. And then the last one is the sedentaries, also referred to as the latents. And the reason I call them sedentaries, because, well, it spells pots. Uh, so sedentaries are the people who are low influence, low interest, these are potential defenders, so you want to keep them in a loop with an eye towards helping them see, but their big question is what's in it for me, right? So these are more along the lines of my interested parties that I was discussing earlier. So it's funny because these four groups kind of spread across my three groups, and I just thought it was good to give you a second set to look at. So the sedentaries have low, influ low influence and low interest. Defenders have low influence and high interest. Observers have high influence and low interest, and promoters have high influence and high interest. If you think about it from that perspective, it makes it easy for you to discern uh, where people are. And note that just because a person falls in a quadrant for this project doesn't mean they're going to fall into that quadrant again for the next project. Each time you change systems that you're building or projects or different things, it's good for you to reevaluate and see exactly where you are. And then once you reevaluate, then you can say, ah, okay, for this particular product, this person's our key stakeholder, or this person is an interested party. And that will shift. So make sure you go back and revisit it. My advice for revisiting is probably once a quarter, I think it's plenty, unless you're moving through things more quickly, in which case you want to revisit it more often. That's going to do it for today. We'll keep it short and sweet. If you have a topic you want us to discuss, feel free to reach out to us, learn more at agiledad.com. We'd love to talk to you. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.